0: hello and welcome to another brand new episode of never on site in this episode we'll be looking forward to the 2023-24 season as we uh, build a fpl squad which will hopefully give us something to look forward to in the uh, coming um, season and also this is what we love at the end of the day, making the team and making sure that you are well prepared for the first game week. And to an extent, last year, I think, almost everyone did well in the first game week. And um, a lot of that comes down to us preparing really well for the uh, season. So that's why this sort of episodes are very crucial. uh, So that we test the waters in terms of how our teams are looking. And uh, what the community as a whole is looking like. How the team as a whole is looking like. So, let's dive deep into uh, the new season. Yeah, let's go, Maya. So, let's start
1: with the transfers. So, uh, uh, we have seen Arsenal. They went in uh, very early in the transfer window and did the transfers. Uh, Declan Rice, Timber, Havertz. We have seen them play as well as of now. Rice hasn't been that good till now. What we expect from him, but Havertz and Timber definitely have uh, have definitely improved. And uh, whatever we thought uh, they would take time, or whatever their background was, considering Havertz, a lot of uh, other fans were not very happy with the transfers. But I have seen a lot of positive points from Havertz as well. So you have seen those
0: players play. Any thoughts? Yes. Yeah. Um, so basically, Havertz. The the biggest um, doubt we had was where he was supposed to play will he play in the saka position will he play um, as a number 9 will he play against a team which is um, which is going to have a like a high line someone who can kind of run in behind when required which neeshu doesn't have the pace probably um, so this is what we thought but even in the uh, first um, warm up that uh, Arsenal had, he got a lot of banter because he couldn't finish uh, the five uh, crosses. Uh, <laughs> he ke- that was really hilarious. Uh, that is basically what uh, what the community does to you, uh, how football treats you when you have just been transferred to a uh, a new side and the expectations is, are really high. And we all always always knew that his finishing is not the best, but then if if you look at him closely he has scored some of the most crucial goals uh, in the last year for uh, chelsea uh, in the last couple of years for chelsea since he signed even though as a whole he has not looked good but i think in the correct system he he would actually return uh, points and also score as well so in that sense, I think Havertz is a great signing. It gives them more variety in terms of uh, their uh, number nine spot, which someone like uh, like last season, which they didn't have to an extent. Um, so this does add to their uh, squad. And from an FPL point of view, I'm not yet sure how uh, how much he's going to um, feature in our squads. Probably in parts. Like how you'd see uh, Mahrez coming in and going uh, last season. That is what I expect of Kai Havertz once he settles into the side. And also the minutes that he'll get uh, will decide a lot of it. And Declan Rice uh, will for surely start uh, once he's used to the system. And it it really takes time to adjust to the team. And um, the one thing is that he is used to a lot. He knows a lot of those youngsters in the... Arsenal said, and uh, Arteta will make sure he settles in very quickly. Julian uh, Timber is very young, uh, a great prospect, uh, overall a good window for Arsenal and um, I, I I don't think from an FPL point of view, I would go and anywhere close to these three players right now. But once I see them on the pitch, probably I'll make a decision.
1: And talking about not just FPL but complete Arsenal team as well. I feel a very strong team hose. and last season we saw how they could compete with City. But the only major thing which I still think they are missing is a Saliba replacement. You have seen how important yeah. Saliba is. When they played against you, Gabriel played as a centre-centre-back which generally Saliba might play when they are three at the back. Right. So, we saw how many mistakes Gabriel had and both the goals which you scored were, uh, like which came out of mistakes. So, that is the only profile which might be the most problematic. We saw last season, Saliba was injured. It had a bit of effect on their title charge as well. So, that is the only one position I hope they can uh, fill it in so they can completely challenge City.
0: Definitely. definitely.
1: So, let's move on to the next team. That is Chelsea. After doing a lot of sales and everything, they have got some decent talents and we have seen already those talents coming in and playing and getting some
0: goals. So, you saw
1: their games? Any luck you saw?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I saw some of the games and uh, really impressed by uh, Jackson, how he holds a play, how he can even run in behind. He's very quick, uh, very, very impressed. Um, Reminds me of the good old Lukaku, uh, which he had in Everton probably in his first spell. Um, strong has has pace. is never not afraid to um, shoot. Can finish when uh, when required. Uh, and he he and Nkunku, uh should be a good um, good bet for Chelsea, uh, considering that the major issue they had last season was goal scoring. Uh, with the likes of Sterling, Aubameyang, um, Kai Havertz struggling to score goals, but these two look. Uh, like they have an eye for goal, they can contribute uh, with goals uh, and Kunku, we we already knew that he is uh, he has the pedigree to play in the Premier League. But I was really impressed with Jackson and he uh, looks to make the whole team tick when he plays.
1: And he looks hungry as well. Uh, I saw a clip yesterday when he scored the goal afterward, which was he was saying his teammates trust me more and give me the ball. So, that is what it was seen as saying. So, definitely he is loving that uh, role which he is getting of scoring goals and he is thriving on it. So, definitely a good window. Again, fullbacks are the only things which have been a concern for Chelsea in the past. And now, defensively, uh, there are players but they have to get it right. We have seen Colville has a huge demand in the market and he would start. But again, Silva is the main head. Apart from it... uh, Players need to step up and can they step up is the main thing. And Caicedo deal host, uh, Have you seen about the Caicedo deal? Uh, 80 million yeah. given but
0: rejected. So yeah, if so, uh, has... I was I was speaking to one of my Chelsea fans. He, he said uh, Brighton are such a such a such a bad club in the sense they had the audacity to uh, bid 30 million for Caldwell, and uh, they rejected their 80 million bid for Caicedo, which uh, tells you a lot about Brighton, how shrewd they are. Um, but yeah, uh, Caicedo, 80 million, I thought like they should have accepted it, right? I, I think they promised him that he would be sold next this season, but then I, I'm not sure what happened now. Considering 80 million is a good sum of money for Caicedo, right? Probably they know that there is a
1: market for CDMs. Like there are limited number of CDMs and they are trying to take the most advantage out of it is what I feel. But again, yes, 80 million should have been expect, expect, accepted. But again, he is a top quality player. Now, it it seems to be uh, uh, considering, uh, let's see, Chelsea go for Caicedo or they go for Lavia. Again, uh, one target which Liverpool has been... Uh, going uh, in and out uh, for him. So, let's see what happens with Chelsea. And apart from that, there are not many link rumours as of now for Chelsea. So, let's move on to the next team. That is Liverpool. Was in the past 3-4 days, a, ma- a lot of major outgoings from Liverpool. We knew they lacked players in midfield and we were so happy uh, at the start of the uh, see a transfer window they got in their two midfielders. And now, you can see more two midfielders leaving the pitch, uh, leaving the club. Uh, Fabinho, who is supposed to leave, and Henderson, who has already left. So, how do you rate now the midfield, which was already a bit short?
0: I think they can't afford to um, lose both uh, their uh, starting midfielders. Um, that is for sure. If you are competing on all friends, you can't lose Fabinho as well. Henderson, yeah, it makes sense but uh, you can't lose one of your best players in the title winning season. Um, and um, I, I can't uh, wrap my head around the fact that they are open to selling him right now because uh, we already knew their their midfield was the only reason why they were struggling last year. Um, and they need that engine which functions in the centre of the park. That's the only thing that Make sure that their defence does well and also their attack does well. So, um, I don't think they can win or compete on all fronts uh, if they lose Fabinho. No chance.
1: Yes. yes and we have seen Lavia is a very good talent no doubt but can he play those 60 odd games which a top team has to play when they are competing at all levels and that too as a alone lone CDM. We have seen if he would have played as a low 8, I would have still given him the chance he could do that. He's a great talent, no doubt, but directly jumping from a Southampton team who are not uh, who don't keep the ball much. They play on counter-attack and to a team, Liverpool, who like to keep the ball and pass the ball. So, definitely a big jump. Not sure, again, I was very confident before this two departures about Liverpool competing for title uh, probably at the end of the league. But now... They need to get in a few more uh, recruits in that position as well. Yeah. Talking about another, recruits. Uh, point about,
0: yeah. Yeah. Another point about Liverpool is that um, if you look at the um, players that have come back from injury, their attack is absolutely crazy. When you look at the fact that you have Darwin Nunes, you have Gapko, you have Jota, you have Salah, you have um, um, Diaz. Coming in those those that is five players I for probably three positions, um, and all five are starters to an extent. And you saw how Jota can um, absolutely destroy a team in the last uh, preseason match. Um, and Darwin Nunes and Salah seems to be com- seem to be combining really well uh, with each other. So <laughs> I saw a tweet by a Liverpool fan saying that this is the year where. Darwin Nunes is going to score 20 plus goals in the Premier League. So, fair play, let's, let's see how it goes. I'm sure uh, this will be much better season for uh, Liverpool. Um, at least scoring goals won't be much of an issue if they can hold the midfield, uh, you know, um, hold up the midfield. And attacking-wise, also we have seen that um, um, Alexander-Arnold is playing Um, in midfield right now. That was something to monitor for us. Um, He Klopp did try that towards the end of last season but um, this is something we will be monitoring because even though he's 8 million if he's playing in midfield, um, he is a fair shout. Um, If Liverpool has a good midfield to back uh, the fact that he has defensive frailties, um uh, so then that is what something we have to keep a track on because we can't ignore liverpool like we did last season probably yes. yeah. and talking about a lot of players leaving we
1: can see another team top 16 man city we have seen they have also started uh their players have also started to leave Maris is announced today and a lot of players are left already but they haven't gone into the market and have been able to get those targets which they want. Yes, we've seen the Guardiola deal still being done. Uh, there were a lot of reports where it was already done, but again, some uh, 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 obst- obstacles in the deal and it hasn't been completed yet. So again, City, a g- great team already. We knew they were stacked and that's how they competed for the treble and were able to get that. This season, it looks a bit tricky.
0: Yeah, it, it does, it does. Um... Um, I remember um, Alex Ferguson's quote saying that it's the toughest when you have won already to motivate the players to keep winning again. So uh in order to do that, what Alex Ferguson used to do is sign great talents so who are motivated who have not won but are great players. Someone like a Kane for City. Um, like we know Helen position is and the striker position is sorted, but in terms of giving giving an example some player who is really hungry um, who wants to win who has not won who can drive the whole team to win so only signing they have done so far is coaches which is a good signing to be honest He they lost Gundogan, but they have got someone who can you know progress with the ball who is press resistant um so that is a true signing, but I think they'll need to add um, in certain positions or make sure that the likes of Foden, who were uh, overlooked last season, um, they have to play um, and find their place in the squad. Um, that is the only way I can see City winning it again. This season. We all know that City are City; they can, you know, kickstart the from. They can just keep uh, going from where they left off last season. But probably um, because all the other teams have uh, progressed in terms of uh, additions to the squad also, tactically we have seen a lot of changes in some of the teams. Uh, City can't go into the new season um, hoping hoping to do what they did last year because they started very slow City uh, last year and then they caught up with Arsenal. But you can't always do it against probably a team like Liverpool who know how to win. Uh, probably against an Arsenal team who are a year wiser now. So they have to start strong if they want to win. I think they still need some additions in terms of attack as well. We have seen um, Luis playing in uh, attacking goals. Um, but I think they do need reinforcements and probably they'll get it over the line um, before the end of the uh, window.
1: Yes, definitely Guardiola. If signed is a great prospective and completely suits what Pep wants, as expected from him. So, let's see what are the other players who might be interested. There there are a lot of rumors, but nothing concrete yet. So, let's see. They have a lot of money to spend as well now. And uh, what more is, again, there are a lot of days to transfer window, uh, to close. So, nothing uh, to be done soon, but yeah, they are in the market. Now, let's move on to your team host, United. Uh, there are three players already done. We have seen them. I am not sure. Have we seen Evans play? But yeah, the other two, we have seen them. Yeah,
0: play. we have. We have, we have. We have yes. Yeah, we so, Yes. And the
1: fourth, um, player, yeah, fourth yeah. player who is Hoyland, who with, you are bidding him and you
0: are the favourite. So, those are the transfers now yeah.
1: as of now considered.
0: Yeah, probably we'll get it over the line um, in the coming week. Uh, I think... All the business that we did is good. What we needed, uh, to be honest, uh, the striker deal has to go go through. That is the that is a non-negotiable in this transfer window, because we've seen Sancho play uh, in the false nine position or a striker position. Uh, so, Mound is a great addition to the squad. Um, and uh, Onana, we've already seen him play against Real Madrid. He He commanded the uh, backline and also um, he was very confident to step out and he'll help in the counter-press as well. Um, So, basically great additions. Events probably if someone like a Maguire leaves, um, then he can step in. I don't think he'll start any of the games unless it's like a League Cup game or something like that. But um, apparently... Eric Tanhag and his uh, team was impressed by how Evans played in some of the uh, indoor games, uh, like in, in the close door games that they had. Uh, so um, so I think if Holland deal is also in, I think we can uh, strongly challenge for the top three spots. Um, and yeah, Holland, I know he's not a complete player yet, but uh, that is the only thing that we can get in this uh, Transfer window. Kane would probably have um, elevated this team to a to a title competing team. Probably if we had uh, one more uh, right back and probably one quality centre back, if we had, then we could have competed for the title. But now I don't think United are in the title race. Yeah, but fairly happy with what we have right now. Yes yes and then let's
1: move on to the last top scene which is tottenham uh, so we have seen they have gotten some good players madison we all knew his quality and the way he played in leicester uh i thought he would go to newcastle is what first instant was but uh, tottenham good for them they convinced him to come over to tottenham and definitely he becomes a good addition in that attack where we saw Kane coming and dropping and lo- creating a lot of chances. Madison can do that as well. While Kane can hold the width or go in front and attack. Right. Apart from that, Kulosevsky, they have uh, uh, made his deal permanent. Pedro Poro, an interesting, again, uh, the way he attacks and everything. Uh, but can't defend as of now. But the way he attacks is a good attacking fullback. And Manor Salman, he played for Fulham. And I was very impressed the way he has been... Playing and the way he has made his sub appearances as of now. Didn't expect that amount of quality and I am fairly impressed by him. So, again, their aim should be realistic. Aim should be a European competition spot is what I feel under the new manager. And if Kane leaves, probably again, top 7-8 is what they should target for. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, if Kane leaves and if Kane stays, what happens?
0: I think he'll stay uh, looking at Um, situation right now. Um, But in football, you can't be sure. Um, So, uh, I think uh, Richarlison played really well uh, in that uh, slot in the last game. He scored a hat-trick, I guess. And um, you know how good he is. Last year, he did not feature much for Tottenham. But uh, the likes of Son were really poor last season. But now, this season probably… They have a realistic stance of finishing in the top six. Yes. Yes. Apart from these six teams, the
1: most impressive teams for me are Ashton Villa. The way they already played last season, they just missed on out on the European spots, if I am sure, or they are in the Europe. I'm not sure as of now. But yes, they were very close. And they have definitely gone out and brought some quality defenders and midfielders. So you saw Powtoris. Uh as a few years ago, he was linked to United, right? Urit Elements. We have seen the quality he has shown yeah. at Leicester. Musa Diaby. Again, uh, a player who was linked with a lot of big clubs. And the big Aston Villa have been able to link him and get him in. is definitely something to monitor. And probably they might be a team with challenge for top six and get in the top six at the end of the year. If a team like Liverpool is not able to cope up with their midfielder's loss or a Newcastle is not able to cope up with the uh, lot of competitions or maybe Chelsea doesn't get it. So, those that is my number one team uh, and any other team hosts you feel like?
0: Uh, Brighton did, um, did uh, some good business actually um, and uh, the new teams seem to have added a lot but I'm not sure how good the players are. Right now, we'll have to see them perform on the pitch. Um, who else? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. None, none of the other teams have uh, gone out and bought uh, brought in too many players. So, yeah, those are the um, main highlights of this transfer room. Yes. So, let's move on to the few
1: friendlies which have happened in the past days. So, the Premier League teams we have covered already. was let's start with you. Uh, United-Madrid game. Madrid played their first game. So, how did
0: you think about uh, the game? How was Madrid throughout the game? Yeah, Madrid looked really good. I was so impressed. We were coming off a win against Arsenal and we had no chance against this side. Because they had Camavinga, they had um, um, Chaumini I think and and also Modric started bellingham as well uh, the only issue they have is a presence in in the uh, box uh, because um, i think um, Vinicius junior and rodrigo are uh, playing to isolate the winger uh, to the isolate the center backs and the um, and the full backs but um, bellingham was everywhere in this game i was so impressed by how he played uh, and um, but Throughout the season, can someone perform when you don't have a solid number nine? So, uh, I'm not sure if that if they can compete for Champions League or even La Liga. I don't think they can do it, but they do look really well as a team in the one off match that I saw against United because uh, they dominated the ball. United couldn't play through them. We did make a lot of chances, that is, we purely because of the quality that we had in terms of Bruno's passing, Ericsson uh, playing, uh, Mount also in the starting level and we had Garnacho and Rushford as well. So, um, so I, I think um, Real Madrid do look good, but in a season long, um, uh, you know, run of games, I'm not sure how they would do, uh, but um, uh, I think Ancelotti is employing a new system and that seems to have worked well with United. And United um, really impressed me in the way they played against Arsenal. And um, I think you can't play um, er- Ericsson and um, Casemiro, then mount Fernandez, um, because Fernandez seemed to be drifting on the right end. He couldn't track back all the way. Uh, also, Ericsson, you know, he gets tired after probably 70, 60 minutes. Uh, so you, i i doubt if he can play that can you play mount um, with casemiro uh, which have not seen much um, but uh, this is something that eritana uh, has to solve uh, if he wants to wants united to progress more uh, because against the top 4 top 6 side you can't play Ericsson and casemiro there you will have to play um, someone else in that Ericsson role who can run um, run up and down the field because you saw last year when we played against City uh, De Bruyne absolutely annihilated uh, Ericsson um, running forward and backward so that's why I thought we signed Mount but mm-hmm. Eric Hag seems to prefer him in a more advanced role
1: yeah. and probably this was a lot of experiment from ETH himself I saw Bruno on the right wing Rashford as a striker so, yeah, a lot of experiment uh, and hopefully they are trying a few different things before they get started with the season. Moving on to the Arsenal-Barcelona game. Uh, again, first game for Barcelona. Uh, we started well. Uh, again, a lot of disjointment and Arsenal, who have already played a few games, where the uh, didn't look very sharp at the start, but they eventually got in the game. There were a few uh, very good performances in the Barcelona team from Ansu Fati, uh, from uh, Balde. And uh, if I remember correctly, yes, those were the two standout performers who played. And apart from their few uh, good performances here and there. But again, Arsenal, there there has been a lot of improvement, which I see and I feel. Uh, seeing the team which played last season and this season, uh, probably it's the smartness or uh, Barcelona lacked the, uh, what do you say, the speed and temper at which the game was played. But Arsenal definitely looked very good. Uh, And uh, as I mentioned, they played uh, a lot of their first team players, which we would consider as uh, who will generally start, and they looked very good. So definitely high hopes. And you could see that in my FPL team as well, definitely riding a lot of uh, hope on Arsenal. And apart from that, PSG, we have seen a lot of drama, Mbappé drama, uh, and they have left him. But since then, Uh, There are not a lot of star players, Uh, Neymar hasn't played yet uh, and we have seen them struggle quite a lot. They played against Al Nasser, they played against a Japanese team, against a Korean team and they have not won yet. So again, something uh, to keep an eye on uh, throughout the season, how the Mbappe Saga comes and if he leaves uh, PSG, how do they cope up without him? And apart from that, Bayern, in the City game, Bayern City game, Bayern, Okesh, City were the most controlling team and uh, Bayern, again, probably Bayern still trying to figure out, uh, they were giving chances to a lot of new players as well. So, again, something to keep an eye on. We'll see, these are just the opening games and a lot of teams are just trying to uh, play a different, uh, a lot of variations, try different new things. So, let's see how this comes up. So, talking about a uh, new season, FPL is also on the horizon. And these are our initial drafts as of now. So Ho, would you explain your draft?
0: Yeah, for me, um, these are placeholders right now. Uh, for example, um, Odigard, Saka, Bruno Fernandez, and Rashford, probably um, a Bruno Fernandez can be shifted to uh, uh, someone like a, a Foden. Or uh, I might, um, you know, shift certain positions. Like, um, for example, Shaw and Pickford might change to Onana and Chilwell, probably some something like that. So these are basically placeholders. i just read out the team: Pickford at goal, as Ake, and Shaw starting as a back three. Mitoma, Odegaard, Saka, Rashford and Bruno Fernandes uh, in the midfield five and Halland and Jesus playing and in, um, in the bench we have um, uh, Boatman, Bear, and Archer and the Sheffield United uh, keeper as well. So um, right now uh, my um, thinking process behind this is that let's back the three teams that you think have good fixtures are, or have like played really well from last season because we don't have any data in terms of um, how the other teams like Liverpool, Chelsea are going to perform but we know for a fact that these teams like um, Brighton, City and Arsenal are already ahead of the pack. So uh, that's my thinking process behind it. That's why uh, I knew that we need um, Um, triple up on Arsenal considering the fixtures that they have Uh, my only consideration is to do something uh, which probably you wouldn't try which is Odegaard, Saka and probably Rosado Martinelli in midfield uh, with um, because I have not been greatly impressed with Jesus because um, in pre-season as well uh, with the likes of Uh, you know, uh, Havertz coming in. I'm not sure about and also Trossard also can play in that position if required. So um, Trossard has been really good in the last game that I saw and we know for a fact that he finishes well. Now the only issue is that the time uh, on the pitch that is going to be divided between Trossard and Martinelli, how it's going to impact both these players. That is the only consideration that I have. Uh, so that is another option that I have got. Saka and probably Trostad is who I am backing uh, as a midfield three, probably for the easy runoff fixtures up top. And then another consideration is uh, Jackson instead of Jesus, which um, this probably is to accommodate uh, a Chelsea player. Um, and also Chilwell, I have been very impressed uh, in the preseason because I have heard uh, him give an interview saying that he has been told to absolutely run up the pitch whenever required. And we know watch how he used to play uh, the likes of Walker, uh, Rose in his Tottenham side. Uh, so that is also another consideration. Probably a botman because, you know, you can back on um, Newcastle to get it. He, he can change to a cash if required. Yeah, so that's how my team looks right now. My goalkeeping position, I'm not confirmed yet what I'm going to do. These are all placeholders. You you need to figure out which uh, budget players, budget in the sense that last year we had an 8 million bracket where the likes of um, Bruno, Mount, Madison, uh, those kind of players were uh, in the start of season, but no one did perform till... Uh, later in the season so there were a lot of people who went with them but they couldn't milk out the points that was good so you need to make sure that you uh, are not you know priced out of a player like uh, an 8.5 million player if you are going with a 7 million uh, player you can't get out money uh, from midfield again so that's why you should have someone like a Rashford or a Bruno Fernandes who you can downgrade who you don't plan to keep throughout the season um so that you can have the flexibility to go to a Foden um, if required or a Madison if he's doing well or a Son if he is doing well so that's why you need that flexibility that cash in midfield or else you'll have to find cash from somewhere and also do the transfer so you will probably lose um, two transfers doing that so that is my initial thought process um as I go into the new season yeah Mayur, let's look at your team now.
1: So, the same thought process, a lot of it is similar. We have seen Jesus again. The only problem, which is as of now, I can't decide whether I want Nkoku or Nicholas Jackson. So, that is why, again, if it's Nicholas Jackson, uh, the Watkins place, because Watkins is something I'm considering as well. So, if Nkoku comes into the play and we see him getting more minutes than Nicholas Jackson, So, Bruno Fernandes can make way for Nkoko and Gabriel Jesus can go out for Watkins. So, that is what I will be waiting. As of now, it looks like this. Not this exactly, but this is somewhat most of the 80% of the team will remain same unless there is something else. But the defense, as of now, I am sorted with. Uh, I know uh, Onana is the only standout keeper. In the 4.5 million bracket, there have been no keepers which have been standout. Uh, Again, the only option is steel and Estupinian, uh, sorry, Onana and Estupinian to steal and Shaw the other way around. So that is the only option which I am considering. And Chilwell, as who's mentioned, someone definitely I am very keen on. They don't have the best of fixtures, but again, the attacking uh, province of Chilwell is always there. And Stones, I am very keen on Stones as well. We have seen the way he passes and the way passes are uh, valued in a BPS system. And he will get those bonus as well. Rashford again, not sure till now where will he play. Do we see him playing as a winger? If yes, then I am in. If he plays as a striker, then I am not so keen about him. Bruno Fernandes, we have seen playing more of an advanced role compared to Mount. So again, him at the moment and probably he has the penalties as well, right? Who's... Yeah. Yes, Saka is a player who is nailed on. Uh, after Haaland, Saka is a player who is nailed on in my draft. Marty again a gamble as of now because Arsenal have decent run of fixtures and I want to take advantage of having three Arsenal forwards rather than a, a defender like maybe a Gabriel. If Jesus goes out and if I go for Watkins and Nkunku then G, uh, Gabriel comes in. That's what whole right. process has been. Yeah. And Mitoma, not again. Something, not again, Mitoma, not sure. But yes, as of now, the fixtures are there. First three fixtures we can see. Then we can from Mitoma, we can go to some 4.5 or five million midfielder who rises from the uh, depth or something and we can then uh, adjust accordingly. So, mostly as of now, I think I am going no Salah, again a very major debate which is going on whether you go with Salah or without Salah. So as of now, no Liverpool players is what I have decided and most likely which is what I will go as I mentioned after seeing the departures and everything, I don't feel the value is still there. And the only fixture which worries me is the game week 2, bournemouth fixture where Salah might go uh, huge. And he might be captained by a lot of FPL managers. So apart from that, I am not scared of him as of now. So you also host uh, formally on the No Salah camp.
0: Yeah. So uh, definitely No Salah. The only doubt I have is what about Alexander Arnold? Because if he's playing in midfield, mm -hmm, he might hurt you in certain run of fixtures because I'm not so sure about the clean sheet prospects that he has. But uh, he is definitely one of the most creative players out there. And if he's playing in midfield, you'll get bonus points If he gets clean sheets, he will probably assist or score goals also. So that is the only dilemma that I have right now. Uh, If I need Alexander-Arnold, you'll have to absolutely dissect the whole team to get in um, someone like um, Alexander-Arnold. So, that is a big debate that I'm having with myself right now. Mm, Other than that, um, the team looks sorted for me. Mm, And also, um, Chelsea attacker that we discussed, do we need one? And also, do we need, um, in certain run of fixtures, if you think Liverpool are doing well, we can't cover for Salah right now. We We don't have information on who we might get who can cover for Salah or we can't get Salah at the moment with the, with spreading cash like this in midfield. So that is a big issue that we have. Probably someone like a Gapko um, is a safe bet. Jota in some points in this year will absolutely come and um, play really well for Liverpool. So probably in, in some fixtures you can target uh, Jota and uh, Nunes and even Gapco. Uh, But to start out, I don't want to risk it. But Alexander-Arnold is something in the back of my head and which I might go for.
1: Okay. Yes, so those are our initial drafts. We'll be uh, making an update video when the deadline is near and we'll be posting our first game week uh, actual teams as well. And till then you can join our league. Uh, We have created a new league. The league code is already mentioned on the screen. I will just uh, say it once again. It's XQG4GP. It will be in the description box below as well. Join us and come play with us as well. So that's it for this week. Uh, this will be this video. Uh, and then, after a gap of 10 days, probably once the week is about to start, a game, new games, and the actual season is about to start, post FA Cup matches will be coming back with our regular podcast, weekly regular podcast. Till then see you soon follow us on all our social media handles thank you bye